Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. I'm your host again for today, Rich Polly. Sorry. And um, joining me <laughs> is uh, young Ben Hibbert. Again. Hello. <laughs> Hiya, Ben. How are you doing? I'm not so bad yourself. Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm all right. And uh, joining us today, we've got a special guest from all the way over on the wrong side of the Pennines in Sheffield. It's Dan Athley. <laughs> How you, Dan? Good evening. I thought we were going to have this, like, northern brethren thing going on, and you've gone straight in with the wrong side of the Pennines. How's that meant to make me feel? Huh? I mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's like all, all walks of life, you know. No sooner do you think you've got some togetherness than there's a schism, and then another one. Just look at the Protestant <laughs> church. Uh, cool. uh, Gosh. Oh, Jesus, oh, wow. <laughs> it's all right i am one i can say things like that it's all good <laughs> fair enough um all right so um we we had some um jawas in the in the pod last week which meant that we weren't able to um put any content out um with it was sean that was um producing it so they must have been Macam jawas because he's a little geordie fella so somebody <laughs> from sunderland turned up and um kind of threw some milk on his keyboard or something like or more likely some kind of beer or whatever but um yeah so apologies sort of, for that some sort of horrible brown beer yeah. <laughs> uh, comes in its own weapon <laughs> once you finish your pint you've got a club to beat somebody with um, so um, so anyway, um, we're going to have a quick skim through the content that we were going to talk about last week, or, or sorry, that we talked about last week, but we didn't, weren't able to put out, which is um, about the V-Wing. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the droid Tri-Fighter, um, and we're going to touch on uh, a few other bits and bobs about different tournaments that are going on at the moment, including our Knock the Sith Out, which has finally started. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but as far as I'm concerned, all the good players went out in the first round, and there's no <laughs> point in talking about <laughs> it anymore. Um, uh, so, um, it's the, the only tournament where MOV doesn't matter, and uh, yeah. I'm on 400, which is lovely. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on zero and out. One, one and done. Let's have it. Um, uh, friendly fire to another Sith taker. Unfortunately, it was uh, it was a good game, but uh, I'll talk about it later. It's all good. Um, so, um, Dan, just a quick um, chat about yourself. You're from Sheffield. You've been playing since second edition, isn't it? Yeah, since about the start of second edition. Um, I bought somebody who was selling an enormous first edition set, and I thought I'll get in that, and then realised I needed to upgrade it all, um, which. <laughs> <laughs> Which felt a bit sore. I, I understand everybody that played first edition went through this anyway. But uh, and then yeah, uh, joined up with uh, the guys who play in Sheffield at Patriot Games, um, mm-hmm. and then we've sort of it's I guess it's a disappointingly small community in Sheffield. Like Sheffield's <laughs> fairly, fairly big, and we're sort of barely breaking double figures. So when we played Rich, I actually grilled you, didn't I? About a little bit. Make. How can I make Steel City X-Wing like Sith Takers? And I was about as helpful as I could be by saying, well, it was kind of big when I joined and it's never really got any smaller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was that and have something like Element Games, which um, was partially helpful, I guess. But I yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're quite... Um, we're quite well, we are spoiled, and we do realise that we're spoiled, but we're also quite um, quiet about the level of support that Element give us. Um, so, um, like, any time we run an in-person tournament, um, 
Element Games give us store credit for the attendees. Um, so like if you pay a tenner for your ticket, you get a fiver back in store credit. Um, and they buy all of the, um, the the kits and stuff from FFG and they give them to us basically to use as, as prizing out into the community just to get more people through the door. Um, so it, it does get a lot of people in and a lot of people do come and, and keep coming back. Um, there's some lads that we only really see when we run the Tuesday night kit tournaments. Um, mm. We don't really see them otherwise. Um, but, you know, they're coming down to play in because, you know, they know that they're going to get some jingly bits of plastic or really low-quality metal tokens. Um, what, else, what else do we do it for? <laughs> exactly. Um, God, I hope they still ever make those metal tokens again. They're awful. They all look the same. I'm half blind across the table just going, is that a shield or a charge? Um, is it active or not? Anyway. It's, fu- it's um, funny you mention that, but some uh, rich, you uh, know, Richard King sent me a load of stuff to give out his prizes, and there's a load of the uh, metal tokens. <laughs> <laughs> so I, might, I might give them to whoever comes last as punishment <laughs> and you must use them <laughs> um, all right um so i mean well the other thing that you wanted to come on for dan was because you wanted to pimp your absolutely bonkers tournament that you're running on on tts at the minute uh, or, or screen, a little, sorry a little bit yeah uh it's camino chaos which is i guess a bit of a gimmicky name but with galaxies and whatever else you call them this seems to be the thing to do um <laughs> We're basically making limited and unique pilots unlimited. So that list you wanted to fly with three wedges, you can do it. Uh, just, basically just. Try- yeah, just about. But just trying to break uh, X-Wing as much as possible whilst making it fun. So uh, three wedges is like the least degenerate thing that's possible. Yeah, I think like- some of the worst, worst we've come up with, somebody's said uh, you can have five gojis that drop five bombs. So then you would have a six green dice Y wing. Nice. Um, what it's coming at you? Yeah. Uh, three reapers, all with Krennic and all with Callus. So they're all hunting you. And they've all got the um, what's it called? The special prototype that you can just ping shields off for free. Yeah. <laughs> or you can put three reapers with Vader. Yes. So that they're all just picking things off or you can have four fifth brothers with homing missiles and passive sensors or whatever so um, absolutely yeah so that should be quite fun if you've ever wanted to fly the oddball list where you've got the four or five oddballs <laughs> all in this all in different ships or all in the same ship crack on uh, yeah the um, <laughs> still not oddball good, meta is going to be a thing it's um... funnily enough the other night i flew um oddball for the first time i flew the godball build which is hilarious funny oh but god ca- you put Kit Fisto on him, <laughs> and then basically you, you get to do a red action at the start of the engagement phase if somebody's in your bullseye arc. So rather than any of the nonsense, you grab an evade, and that gets you a free target lock. So you end up focus evade with a target lock <laughs> if somebody lands yeah. in your bullseye. And if they don't, you can just be focus evaded or force focused or whatever. It's uh, it's kind of good. Um, it's quite yeah. expensive. Like there's there's a much better ways to spend those sixty whatever points it is. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's good fun. It um, sounds like one of your nonsense lists, Rich. <laughs> um, to be honest, it was all right. I flew it with um, Chopper Anakin and um, R5 Obi with CLT on both of them. And Anakin was moving last. So he just bullied the opponent's fader, so just like not think stealing his target locks and stuff. Do you not think it's maybe, though, that Anakin and Obi-Wan are still pretty good? <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Um, but, I mean, Oddball, Oddball was just flying around the middle, just threatening these double modded three guys. I had Duke on him as well, because I had I had like 
eight points left over. So rather than having Ooh. an eight-point bid, I had a two-point bid yeah. and put Duke on him. So I was ju- I was duking as well. <laughs> that was excellent. That was bonkers. I mean, it's great fun, but it's just daft. You know what I mean? It's um, it's a laugh, isn't it? All right. So um, in talking about great fun, but a bit daft, V-Wing. <laughs> Segway, yeah. neatly. So the V-Wing article came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's uh, disappeared from my uh, browser. I've, I've got, it's, a, it's a really good-looking ship, and it? it looks really cool. Yes. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be great. Um, I mean, if I'm honest, it's there's a couple of good... little. Go on, you go, you go. No, no, you go. It's just, I don't know. I mean, it seems a little fragile for what it can do, and without being able to double reposition, it's like it's it's like a mini. It's like half an ace. Yeah. So I mean, just just for people who live in a cave or whatever and manage to listen to our podcast but not look at the internet it's got <laughs> two reds there's one person it's got two reds three greens two hold two shields yeah um it's actions it's got um focus target lock red barrel roll and it's got a white boost link to a red target lock um and that's its standard stat line um, it's also got the ship ability that can up- uh, ignore the tie ship restrictions on upgrade cards yeah so it can upgrade things like um Ion engines and all that. Ion yeah. limiter override that um, comes in other packs, but it'll probably come in this pack as well. Um, yeah, it does. But some of the stuff that's come in the pack is interesting. Yeah, um, that's fair. And there's rumors kicking about that these are going to kind of start at the low, high 30s, low 40s um, for you know the things that are coming out in them. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's probably going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't even think a swarm of them is going to be very good because they haven't got a soft mod somewhere, have they? But um, yeah, I but mean, there is so... people who have to have as many as you can fit in the list. Oh, absolutely! Like somebody's going to buy eight or seven <laughs> or six or whatever, um, you know, on on launch day if they've not already paid for them. So, I mean, one of the things that um, I think is dead on arrival is the the title um, Alpha Three D <laughs> Besh. And when you perform a primary attack, you can spend a lock on the defender to change a blank or focus result to a hit result. And it's like, would you? Really? I don't it depends know. if it's free, doesn't it? Yeah. If it's not, like, if it's free, it adds a bomb slot, so it's probably not free. But no. if it's free, people will use it. If it's one point, you might throw it on because it's like a little soft mod, kind of. Yeah. Like, if you, it's like optics, basically, but maybe a bit better, but you have to take a lock. So then you've got to. Three green dice ship with no defensive modifications. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the other title either, to be honest. Which one's that? The ESK the, one? Yeah, because you sort of have to declare you're doing it and then hope for crit results. I know there's a way you can do it, but it's more points on top of it to try and get it to proc. And your crit results inflict ion tokens instead of damage, so why would you yeah. do that? Yeah, I'd rather do a crit. I'm going to spend two charges on a one in eight chance that I might do an ion token to you. Yeah, there is a droid, I think, or something that can add a crit, but they're, they're both a title. Yeah. They seem a bit rubbish to me. Yeah, they do. Um, new bomb, thermal detonators. Um, That's good. See, I, I think thermal detonators are the most exciting thing in this pack. Do so, you? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. Like, it's hard to see where the B-Wing's going to fit in. It's, it's it's not much better than a Torrent, and it's a lot worse than the Jedi, so I don't see... I mean... So- so a thermal detonator, I, I, when I first looked at them, I was quite excited by them. And then somebody on the internet, Brendan, 
um, Osmandiman, Osmandaman, whatever um, you pronounce. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he he pointed out that you're dropping. You can drop two charges, great, and you can roll an attack die, and you gain a strain on a focus or a hit or crit for a matching result. So you've got a six in eight chance on each one of the two things of something bad happening, um, as opposed to an eight out of eight chance of just taking a damage um, from any of the other bombs. So why would you not just take the bomb that does a damage? Concussion bombs are probably just straight up better, and they're only three points. Two so unless, unless thermal detonators are two, I can't see people playing them. Mainly because you can drop two of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And using the two template, it, it adds a lot to it. Because then you've got things like your tie bombers can drop with a two bank. Yeah. And it also, does add some hilarious memes for people like there's, there's things like, and like Soul death, death Rain. That means two actions before he moves. <laughs> what? Oh, does it? Yeah, he's dropping two bombs. Uh, you, you've stolen my thunder here. This is exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> no, you talk. It's fine. You say, I, we'll waffle forever unless you talk over us. No, really? You're <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so, obviously, as uh, I said, like, the Death Rain, he can drop action, drop. He could link his action, so like a, a, a boost target lock, like he does. Then do a blue, then you get your third action. And he's super modded, and he's dropped some bombs in his wake. But he does that with one bomb drop anyway. He doesn't need to drop two bombs to do that. You could drop one, barrel roll, drop another one. Yes. Uh, but do they not like drop you, at you the just same change time? the angle of the drop. No, because it's uh, I'm assuming. I think you can do it. I would ha- I would have to get a referee to tell me that I was allowed to do that before I felt confident to do it in a game against somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says you may spend up to two charges to drop that many using that and that. So they'll happen one at a time, but they'll be in the activity in the uh, action queue before mm. the actions. So you probably have to drop both of them, and then the once per opportunity trigger would mean you could only do one action. I. I, that, I would think, but I'm probably wrong because I don't care about rules enough, and Daryl will correct me at some point over the next week. <laughs> so, um, well, right. it's something I think it's exciting. Something very excited about. It's yeah, very like different. It. It, it is different. I do like it, and I like the coverage that it gives. So, like, you can trajectory one out the front and one out the back. You must use the one straight template, but the two straight template, you can do whatever you want with it. So, you know, you can replace it with other things. Oh, no, you must use the two straight. If you drop them in two, you have to use the two, but you can um, mess about with what you do with your one straight. So all of the bombers with abilities and trajectory simulators and all that kind of stuff can be covering all over the place with bombs and doing weird yeah. stuff with them. So it's kind of interesting. What was um, that? You could, you could trajectory simulate a one out and then use the two to drop it if you wanted. Uh, I can't remember what the you could base is on it. As all it says is, it must be placed with a different template. So you could yes. basically do any any of combination of them. Yeah. So a trajectory simulator has to be when you would drop. Oh yeah. So I guess you could do so a two dropping or well, a one out the back and then or and then a five out the front. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Um, so yeah, you can do all sorts of stuff. Um, and then yeah, when you reload it, you get two back. So yeah. you basically it's it's built to be two of them. So there's a chance yeah. of something happening. Um, other I'm stuff not... that's in the pack. I just want to I want to skip on because we've talked no, about go, thermal go, go. detonators for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're, the, they're the best thing in there. That's it. There's, there's nothing else. Yeah. Um, so there's there's the R7A7 which you mentioned before. Three charges on an astromech for Republic only when you 
while you perform an attack, you can spend a charge to change a hit to a crit. So it's marksmanship, but not in bullseye. Probably all right, actually. With all the crit um, chain stuff and crit abilities and things like that you can put in. Um, depends if he's cheap, which he probably will be, maybe. <laughs> um, I don't think it'd be expensive. You think? Uh, I don't know. Mm, it seems, seems pretty good. I don't know. I mean, the Republic droids tend to come in around five, unless they're, and then, and then come down. So, like, R4P was expensive, and now he's only two points because they realized that nobody would use him. Um, yeah. And now he's two points. You stick him on an arc if you've got two points left over. Um, is it? Shot. Did you did you say it was Republic only? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be incredibly popular. Yeah, that's what place. I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's. Um, Clicks oh no, that was it. Yeah, clicks interesting, and the Q7 Astromech. So Q7 Astromech is he's like the old Republic uh, Rebel one that allowed you to spend a charge or resistance to spend a charge to ignore an obstacle, but you just ignore obstacles while you're barrel rolling and boosting to move through and overlap obstacles. So it's the collision per- detector droid, but permanently on. So yeah, so nice. he's a bit, but it's only while you barrel roll or boost so you can move through and overlap. So you still suffer the effects of them if you just fly through them, but. You can um, you can fine-tune control your Jedi over a gas cloud, not suffer the effects of it, and then take a focus on the other side and just be unkillable, where previously you used to have to, you know, roll for that cloud or try and clear it in one shot. But seems a bit good. Yeah, I, I did like Click, Ben, just to come back to yeah, what you were yeah. about to say there. What, what, what makes him stand out to you? I just... Some of the ships that have come out recently and some that are already there, I feel like they're getting very close to being able to do like a fair ship rebel sort of thing, you know, like we used to have in 1.0. Yeah. Where it just denies you your mods, your target priorities, all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> so the thing that initially jumped out to me in this was I was saying, you know, the ship you have locked, range one to three defense. I was like, oh, it's a bit like Grand Inquisitor. Okay, so you can reduce their defensive dice if you're shooting them at range three, and that makes your gun more effective. And I was like, oh, while a ship you have locked defends, not against you, just defends. So you can stick this or performs an attack. So you can put an R3 astromech on this and target lock your two Jedi. And then they... Defender perform an attack, so all of their attacks aren't happening at range three. Um, <laughs> or when you know, or when they're being defended, you can you can say right, okay, that person's not getting the range one attack against you, um, and that one that one charge could really keep those Jedi along, alive a lot longer because those horrible four dice attacks that kill Jedi um, suddenly become three dice attacks. Yeah, yeah he's a bit filthy. Yeah. Um, a bit good. Um, we'd already talked about Will of Tarkin and when they did the spoiler article, so we don't need to talk about him. Um, Contrail um, is about bearing of the rem- maneuver being the same as your enemies. I don't think anybody will ever play that. He's I five. That so fiddly. We had a really long chat about how this could be really good with Duke, and then how to get the evade. But if you stick Crackshot on, it's probably significantly easier. Than, uh... You may change one of the enemy ship's focus results to a blank. So right, so you juke it and then you use his ability, but only if yes. they've done a bank left and you've done a bank left. And you have an evade, which is... And you have an evade. It's it, it, ridiculously long-winded chat about how this could be amazing. <laughs> that, that sounds like you went down a rabbit hole and then at one point somebody just said, wait a minute, this is bad, isn't it? And you all went, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, this, this is really poor. <laughs> well, let's keep talking about it. <laughs> You say I mean, that, but that's how 100 Point Ray came up. 
It is. You're <laughs> absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I mean, it wasn't... sorry, go on, Dan. I five, just like sort of um, like tally in the A wing. That ability it so rarely triggers, but just having an I five nippy ship is always going to be a bit of a pain, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's I five, and if it comes up and you remember that it's come up, <laughs> then you're going to make somebody sad because they focus <laughs> um, to try and get stuff done, um, and then and then their focus is turned into blank results, and it doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so that's the V-wing article, I think. Done. Um, should we talk about the droid tri fight droid tri fighter, which is the most recent article that they've come yeah. up with? Um, it looks a bit good. Yeah, it's uh, it's very different than previous ships in the faction, isn't it? Yeah. Should we do the rundown of the stats? Stats. <laughs> do the stats. Yeah. So uh, it's got uh, three red dice. Three green. Yeah. Uh, it's a three-hull ship. It can calculate, evade, target lock, and then the, the linked actions are quite interesting because you can barrel roll to evade or boost to calculate. Oh, lots of words, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Um, mm. It still gets networked calculations, um, yep. and it's got a ship ability that at the start of the engagement phase, you can acquire a lock on an object at range one to three that has a friendly lock. That's, so an that's object is anything. Yeah. One of them. That's one of the named guys. Oh, that's his three, four, seven. Sorry, that's not shit. Yeah. That's network calculations. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, its dial <laughs> is a bit weird, isn't it? Um, it's a droid dial, I suppose. Yeah. All it's, I, like, it's... I like the droid dials. I, I think they're very, they seem to fit the theme, don't they? Like, they like to turn hard because it's easier. They're all interceptors, basically. And it's, I mean, this has got two and three hard turns. Yeah. And it's got one hards, but they're white. And then it's got one talons, 5K, and 3K. Mm. Um, so I mean, it's a it's a really fast, nippy interceptor ship. It really is. Uh, it can properly shift. And talking about properly shifting, <laughs> it's got one of the pop, possibly the coolest, most thematic um, things in the world. Says so it's config, which is the intercept booster. So basically, set up, equip it during the system phase. Gain a disarm token unless you flip the card. It's got three charges at the end of the end phase. If you have no active charges, flip the card, and it gives you slam into a target lock. So basically, you're disarmed until you flip it, until you detach from this. It's basically a missile that it's attached to that they <laughs> fire out of a capital ship, and you slam it around the board for three turns, or until you feel like detaching it, and then you lose the disarm token. Um, for the next turn, so you still get it for the turn you've detached, but you get slammed into the red target lock. So on the on the turn that you're going to engage, you're hammering into into combat with a target lock and probably a calculate for the next turn. Uh, <laughs> it is amazing. Like it's going to go like a rocket because it's yeah, got it's a cool. slam and it's got on its dial. Oh look, it's got a five straight <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a blue four straight and blue three turns and and all sorts of things. So it'll be. You know, three banking into three turns or three straights or, you know, four straight into four straight or five straight into five straight, just clear the entire board. Um, yeah. You know, it'll just be going like a rocket for the first few turns and you'll be able to do some mad fun stuff with that. Um, but is it busted? Who knows? Might be. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out when 73 people turn up to the first tournament with them and, and annihilate everybody. <laughs> I um, think you'll find a lot of people equipped to and slam in dead quick and then die. Yes, because they forget they've got no defensive mods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah they're, they're disarmed I mean, it, and three. It's, 
it's just a really good way though isn't it for them to generate um loads of extra um like flanking opportunities and stuff yeah. like that you know um to give it a different aspect to the faction um yeah so yeah um so we we talked about the fact that they've got um network calculation so that's nothing new um and discord missiles and all that kind of stuff we have um, got the return of tracer threads though i know thread tracers that's cool like they're better than they used to be because you don't have to take a target lock to shoot them you yeah. can shoot them with a, a focus or a calculate as well and yep. if they hit they give each friendly ship a range one to three of the defender a lock so that's good it's gonna be uh, so strong for swarms at the minute this it's it scares me a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of swarms about, and um, this. So you're sacrificing a single attack, but you want it to be at high mm. initiative. So there's a lot of ships. Like one of the things that I looked at was fireballs, and I was like, well, fireballs don't get the target lock action, but they don't need it for this. They can take a focus. You put it on the I five guy, Jarek Jaeger, or whatever his name is. Mm. His two dice gun is pretty pointless unless his two dice gun is handing out, you know, four target locks to the rest of your. Um, to the rest of your list um, because it's a choir lock so it's not an action so you know give Finn um, or Rose or some of the other filthy resistance ships that normally just have to live on single mods a target lock as well crack in you know what I mean mm. it's just if yeah. it's, it's not if it's specific a either, lock. It's... it's a choir yeah so it's not even a red lock <laughs> it's just a choir um, so yeah it's like it's taken what's that um, the rebel Y-Wing called Dutch it's just chucking Dutch in the bin, isn't it? Like it's it's his entire ability just you know distilled yeah. distilled down to to a two point missile, however much it's gonna end up costing. Um It's gotta yeah. be cheap. It it should be cheap, but you never know with FFG. I mean, it's got a hit to do anything and yeah. it'll probably be single modded, which means they'll probably offset the cost of it a little bit, but I can't see it costing more than two or three points at the very utmost. Like, didn't it used to be one point in version one, which would yeah. translate into like one or two points in version two? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was cheap. Um, so, spoiler alert earlier um, I3 pilot, he's got a cool ability. Get a free lock. Cool. I mean, there's not much else to say about DIS 347, is there? No. <laughs> Other than he gets no. a free lock. He's always going to be locking you. It's all good. <laughs> Started the engagement phase, uh, phase as well, so he's always going to be double modded, um, which is just disgusting. Um, unless he's dead. Unless he's dead. <laughs> At the start of the engagement phase. Yeah. No, what I mean is, though, he's only I3 and he could probably initiative kill him. Yeah, but then Rel- they're getting to do so much stuff, aren't they? At the minute, was playing around with locks, like the yeah, HMPs yeah. with their, you know, I've just got two rerolls on everything because all of my ships mm. have locked everything. Um, <laughs> You know, it's they, they look so weak to start off with, but man, they just consistent damage pushing and pushing and pushing it, you know, it eventually wears people down. Yeah. Um I've played against a lot of HMPs in the last few weeks and they are not to be taken lightly as I initially thought. <laughs> and it's like, oh these are a bit of fun, but we'll never see them. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> yeah. And they move things. the move is so cool. I know. I can't I can't yeah. abide it. Stupid thing. <laughs> the like, time on target is incredible, isn't it? It's... Oh, it's absurd. Absolutely bonkers. Um, if you play against somebody who's playing them for the first time, you can always tell because they're always not in the first engagement together because they've not eyeballed the movement properly. But when you're playing against somebody that's played them a lot, they're all constantly always shooting in the same area at the same thing. Mm. And it's just hideous. Like It's really, really good. Um, so here's... Um, 
here's the the one that I think is probably going to cause some excitement and consternation across the pond. The the flack R Fock whatever prototype. <laughs> All right, okay. That so that actually sounds like they quite deliberately made it make it sound like two swear words hyphenated together, flack R Fock. Um <laughs> During the system phase, you can spend your lock on a ship to look at that ship's dial. Isn't that nice? No range. Um, no, no range. So if you've got a lock on a ship because Ooh. of probe droids, you have this guy and you look at its dial and then you use your I-1 droids to just go and block it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just flies around at the back, giving, giving your entire list um, sense crossed with whatever all the other abilities are that are really expensive. Oh, he's definitely going to be expensive. This one, I hope so. He's he's, and what's even worse is that it's not even a unique pilot; it's two pip limited, so you can have <laughs> two. two on your yeah, I I hadn't spotted that. Yeah, two pip limited. <laughs> oh. right. It always makes me a little sad with these. Like they have all these cool abilities, but in reality, people are just going to spam the colicoid, the I one. Do you think? I think this yeah, guy will see. I think this guy will see play. I think this guy will see play. Yeah, or maybe sort of five or six colicoids with one of the. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Go on, go on, do some swearing. The uh, flack <laughs> off fuck prototype. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, it's usually me who has to get cut out for swearing. <laughs> sorry, it's got parental advisory on it. We're not going to get taken off iTunes just for talking. <laughs> No, we can show them the card and say, we're just pronouncing it. Um, but it will lead to lots of me going off when they do it to me. So that'll be fine. <laughs> Play for the memes. Um, so next card along, uh, Mark Sable Closure, um, which is apparently some maneuver or something that Anakin does in the Clone Wars or something. Um, but it's uh, after you fully execute a maneuver, if you moved through an obstacle structure or a huge ship, we don't know what structures are yet, but they're going to tell us at some point in the future. Or if you deployed, you may choose an enemy ship in your front arc at range one to two, and that ship gains a strain token. So it's a talent. If you go through an obstacle... It's a lot of words. And you, yeah. Right, so if you fly through an obstacle and you land with something in range one to two of you in arc, you give them a strain token. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think this will get sea play well. It's smaller medium ship only. You're sacrificing an awful lot to throw a strain onto things. I think um, Dave yeah, pointed out that a strain is like worth 0.3 of a damage, but a, a a token is worth, you know, like half of a damage, I think. So it's better to have a token than to put a strain on somebody else. So it feels like you'd be playing, I don't know, like... I guess a... if if you deploy it, kind of be okay maybe but if you deploy you can choose an enemy because you so can do that you deploy in the system phase don't you uh no because deploying is where you put your ship on the board so if you're deploying from reserve then... is it not yeah oh, I, God, no. I, it sounds I, don't crap. Think, I don't think we're going to use it because nobody can understand what it no. does so um so the the next one the fearsome predator this is like um three pip limited so um the i i think this is them heading in towards triple a's territory um or trying to trying to break separatists out of the 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 swarmy lists that they've been sitting in um Mm -hmm. so 
After placing forces, you assign the fearful prey condition to one enemy ship. You can get three of these, so you can put it on three different enemy ships, and then they all get the benefit of fear, fearful prey. And uh, that is after you defend against an enemy that has um, fearsome predator. So if you're the feared the prey, if you are in the receipt of the condition, I'm making a mess of this. Um, <laughs> if you didn't spend at least one green token during the attack, you get a strain. So basically, if you natty out evade, you take a strain token so that the next one can shoot you more easily. Um, it seems a bit rubbish to me. Does it? Yeah, I don't think it'll see a lot. It's initiative free. I guess it depends how many um, um, how many points it comes in at. <laughs> yeah, uh, as with everything else, I'm not that um, excited about that to be honest. I think it's neat, but I think like a lot of neat things at I three and I four, it won't really see play yeah. because yeah. it's. I think yeah, I think you're right. It's a nice idea. It's sort of like the Naboo Handmaiden, where it's like, oh, that could be really good in a very specific um, yeah. engagement. That's. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, the Naboo Handmaiden would be amazing if it was ten points cheaper than it is. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's not. <laughs> don't don't get rich going. Now he loves that ship. You've got oh, four of them, haven't you? I th- I've got at least. I think I've got the cardboard for five, but the ships for four. Um, oh, really? I think I, I think I gave somebody uh, a model, um, <laughs> or I might have the models for five and the cardboard for four, something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, and one of them's painted up like little Anakin's pod racer, so I can fly that as well. Thanks, Jason. Right, let's let's leave that because you love it. You'll <laughs> never shut up if he gets going. Hashtag I didn't realise I'd uh, touched a nerve here. I, I didn't realise this was such a love affair. <laughs> it's, it's not a nerve; it's a love affair. It, it's such a cool <laughs> ship. Anyway, it's a shame it's rubbish, or I'm rubbish. One of the two. Um, both, both, <laughs> both of the two. <laughs> uh, so, like the ne- the next one of these tri fighters is. The, is Diz T81, um, while you defend or perform an attack, you can spend a calculate from a friendly ship in the enemy sh- ship's firing arc to change a focus result to an evade or a hit result. So it's um, some clever calculate sharing again. Um, but it's in uh, a friend from a friendly ship in the enemy ship's firing arc, right? So it's less good than network calculates, but it allows you to spend two friendly calculates because you could use one from the ship ability. I guess it's, the pilot it's okay though because network calculates only one to two. I suppose it's you've got a lot more range on it, haven't you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Network calculate not to one, and this is if it's in the enemy ship's firing arc. Um, so yeah, and Rose shows that that's quite a powerful thing um, yeah, getting yeah. rerolls if if things are in the ship that's being shot at firing arc or whatever so um all right and then the the last thing um i think to call out independent i think this is the most this is like the most interesting part of the ship i think yeah yeah Go on then, I, th- have I, a think, I think we'll see a lot of this because we know that um two calculates are really good yeah because mm. most of the time when you're spending a focus you tend to only change one result Sometimes you don't, but most of the time. It just gives you a lot of options being able to spend one, save one. Yeah, it's statistically better, isn't it? It's... Yeah, it's better than a focus. Two calculators better than a focus. Um, but like, most of the time. Um, so while you, <laughs> while you put it, except for that one time when it's not. Yeah. Um, so while you perform a white calculate action, you can treat it as red to get an additional calculate token, so it doesn't matter because they've got an amazing dial for blues. And then uh, other ships cannot spend your calculate tokens using network calculation ship ability. But, and it replaces your network calculation ship ability as well. Um, so you can't share calculates, but you get two. So 
Yeah. Uh, I guess it, it's it another push more... towards ace play, isn't it, really? For this yeah. yeah. like you're saying, it's... it's interesting. It makes you more prone to bumping. Well, it makes you prone to bumping because network calculation stops you from dying when you bump. Um, mm. But yeah, it's um, it's definitely pushing them towards ace play. So they've got what an i four and an i five. I've heard a rumor that there's an i six. Oh, interesting. Because there no currently isn't one in the faction, is there? Uh, some faction. Some oh fact. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's but he's, it. He's almost dead now. Yeah, they've priced him and um, and snare out of um, yeah. viability. Just need to do something about the rest of the chassis <laughs> all right cool so that's um a quick run through those two articles um do you think they're gonna see play those two ships um dan uh the tri-fighter yes the v-wing less so i'd say yeah. i agree because cool. people like to fly swarm, mini swarm and an ace don't they so you can yeah. fly like a mini droid swarm you probably be able to fit like four or five vultures and one of the decent um like ace styles in. No. I'm not saying it'd be good, but it'd be fun. I've just that's true. Um yeah, I, I mean we'll see. Like people will fly the V wings, but it's one of those things I think that people own a load of them and then they'll sit on a shelf like TIE fighters and stuff. You don't see the six ship swarms of TIEs or whatever anymore. Um but I dunno. Um Dan, just uh just an, a quick note on the um Camino Chaos format. Um Tim mm. while listening has been noodling about on Yasby and he's come okay. up with um DBS four oh four times yes. five oh, with concussion horrible. bombs and advanced proton torpedoes <laughs> on all of them. Lovely. So, that's wow, well, let's let's let's, let's not have, let him play. Let's have a bit of that. Oh, he's, also, <laughs> he's also said probably swap one of the concussion bombs for probe droids. Yeah, uh, that's probably wise. I, I know. <laughs> and it's got a, got a little bid as well in there. Yeah, well, I've, I've got po- points to play with. He could just be a bad man and just fly in and text. So we've sort of said it's like meant to be a fun, creative list building tournament, and nothing's banned. But if you find <laughs> if you find if you find Nantex or uh, just do like some NAF slow and swarm, then you'll be. F- Find, do you know what I find really funny is that when you when you mention the tournament format to people at first, the first thing people say is, oh, double bobber. And you go, <laughs> oh, that would be disgusting. Double bobber was slave one. And then you look at what makes bobber good and you realize that you can't put it all in and have two of them because he's too expensive. No, no. So you have to make some concessions. So then you go, actually, double bobber might not be the way to go. And then you start looking at all the other mad things. Like somebody's talking about triple Gavin Darklighter. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Everything's a crit. You do a crit. Everything's a crit. Everybody do a crit. We just do crits. And we're in E-wings, so it's fine. We won't take any damage. Just do crits. <laughs> There's do three everything. greens. Uh, it's going to be funny to see what people come out yeah. with. There's uh, a uh, Fat Ray and her thin sister, Ray. That, uh... <laughs> but I mean, Fat Ray's now only 95 points unless you put engine upgrade on her, so just have two. <laughs> just have two <laughs> the same. <laughs> two, 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 two Fat Rays sounds hideous. Queen wrote a song about that. we're going to move on um, and have a quick chat about um, there was an event last weekend it was the 7th or 43rd Gold Squadron podcast online um, thing with uh, Fly Better um, as well it was the first and only one that they ran as hyperspace format um, and it was won by any guesses of what won the hyperspace format 
Fett uh, tournament. Uh, yeah, it was Boba Fett and um, Fen Rao this time mm-hmm. instead of another um, fire spray. Uh, so Boba Fen, uh, well done to Ben Doyle. He beat uh, Niels Voss out in a very close final. Um, so Niels was flying the um, the scum swarm with, uh, what is it, two... Two ion, two tractor, yeah. and two fangs. That's two fangs, right. yes. It's Which a is really a good final. Gusting list, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go on, Dan. You obviously watched the whole thing. I watched bits of it. <laughs> <laughs> Finals are sort of let down. They're like, it's okay, G. They take so long. But this, this like, swings back and forth. Um, I was really rooting for Niels, actually. He's uh, plays in our team tournaments. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. So, um, commiserations to Neil. It was. Uh... Yeah, I played against him in the last team tournament. and It was a very close, very fun game, but ultimately he beat mm. me. Um, so, he was using this list, in fact. Um so yeah, it was um, it was good fun. Um, yeah. So well done to Niels for coming second in that, um, and as I said before, to Ben for winning. Um, yeah. The 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 other two lists in the top four, we'll just quickly um, call them out. Uh, Will Hagwood, who's um, one of the Gold Squadron's uh, own uh, players, um, he's um, he's all right. He's just won a couple of system opens and stuff um, in in version one, so he's half decent at the game. Um, he won. Uh, he came. Sorry, top four with uh, Vader with FCS, Marek Steel with FCS, uh, both in the X ones. Um, Major Vermeil in the Tie Reaper with Intimidation and Mauler Mythal with Dead Eye Shot of all things. So, um, <laughs> at two hundred points. Um, so well played to Will for coming in top four. And then uh, wasn't that one of only like five or six Imperialists as well? Yeah, this. it was. Um, but it's reminiscent on um, not too dissimilar to Julian Hood's list that he was doing well with, but Julian was yeah. running a slightly, he was running all I-4s, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he had the same uh, kind of composition. His brother and seven sister, didn't he? Which... Yeah. And, um, Did you see Jed Foslow or something? Something like that. I don't I don't understand the Imperials. <laughs> I don't understand how the little grey ships work. Every time I put them on the table, they explode and nothing happens. So I've seen um, you on stream win with them. That's a lie. That was because I used a big grey ship. (laughs) 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 Um, And the other, uh, making up the rest of the top four, was Connor Prince, um, and he was flying First Order. So Hollow with Pride Tradition and three Cenar Jameis Engineers. That's a really strong list. Like, genuinely, that's a really strong list. I I like Um, that list. Do you remember when we played and I used that list? Yeah. <laughs> was it you? And, no, I didn't play you. Did I? You did. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what I played with, but I just remember being made sad by the fact that <laughs> Hollow, the i5 kind of ace, is actually just flying around chucking tokens at the yeah, uh, it was silent. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Hollow with tra- with proud with tradition so strong. Um, yeah, he's just a support ship. He is. He cares from our group. Has been playing him a lot and had some really good results with him. Yeah. He's a good that, player, though, when he cares. I was going to say it helps that Kez is a good player. Um, yeah, it, he, he's not half bad. It's um, taking a, a strong list and putting it in the hands of a strong player. You know, um, mm-hmm. we we know what happens when you do that. We've seen Fan, you know, opening up, opening up the Galaxy's tournaments with a strong list as a strong player. So um, yeah. You know, this, these things happen. Um, all right. So um, I think that's the last of the Gold Squadron um, events. There was um, another extended one. Was it Ryloth? Like four weeks ago that we haven't talked about. Um, I can't remember who won it. Um, I don't know. I'll find out at some point over the next few minutes. Um, in the meantime, 
knock the Sith out to the hyperspace boogaloo started. Um, I'm still proud of that name, even though I shouldn't be. You can tell I'm a 42-year-old father or two. It's yeah. <laughs> funny. Um, so it's um, it started this week. Um, I crashed out in ignominy um, after round one to um, Chris Parkinson, who's a, a, new, uh, a new addition to the Sith Takers, joined us just before um, COVID hit. Um, and I was like, started talking to him as we were playing, and I was like, I know you. I know your voice. I was like, whereabouts are you from? He said, Manchester. I was like, do you play at Element? He said, yes. I was like, have we met? He said, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure we have. And I was like, as we were chatting, I was like, oh, you're that guy who looks like this and, and, and always used to fly B-wings. He was like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I was like, oh, now I feel bad. Now I feel bad. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, man, who's this guy? I've never heard of him. Um, it turns out I have, and I've met him, and I know him. So um, I lost but, yeah. And lost him. It was a really close game, actually. It was one of those ones where right up until the last round, we were looking at the points and going, I genuinely don't know who's winning. So we took the time. We paused the timer um, so that we would get the close of <laughs> close of the round that we were playing because we were like, I don't know who's winning. He was like, I don't know. Right, pause the timer. Let's go and find out. So we closed that round and then got one more round in um, where if we'd <laughs> just kept playing, we'd have got one. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, he's... Um, oh, I've just found... Timo... Rab won um, Ryloth oh, with, yeah. um, with Boba Dengar. Dengar. Was it Boba yeah. Dengar? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Julian Hood, who we're talking about, came second in it with his... Yeah. Um, with his That's his the one, one, yeah. Yeah, so well done um, to both of them for that. Um, as uh, is well played. Um, Boba, uh, I think uh, Boba Fett had composure, funnily enough, which, um, yeah. there you go, it's not something you see very much. Uh, but that's a change to his previous version, which had marksmanship. I guess that's the... So you can always try for the boost and arrange one with Boba, and if it doesn't work out, you get a focus. Um, so I can see the the logic behind that decision, but I'd have never thought of it. So whoever it is in Timo's um, game circle, who's the the list building genius, is clearly just one step ahead of me, or probably about eight <laughs> steps ahead of me. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we've 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 run quite long, but we do want to just um, quickly skip down and knock the Sith out to. We can always leave it till next week if you want. Ah, we'll just um, have a quick chat down and see if any lists have jumped out at you. Um, just to, to warn you, we might just ramble a bit about lists for a bit, listeners. So if um, if that's not your your bag, then you know the the only thing you're going to miss out on is um, me taking the piss out of Ben at the end. So oh no, you <laughs> want to stay for that, don't you? Anyway, <laughs> um, so Dan, Dan, your list. What are you flying? Yes. What are you I flying? I've got uh, first order aces, uh, Kylo, uh, blackout with the outmaneuver, and uh, bank draft with optics. So uh-huh. two, two thousand and four. Um, protons on uh, Kylo as well. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot that. Um, I, I'm I'm playing the same list. There's a Leeds tournament that we like. Um, quite a big group of the Sheffield lot were like, we're going to take over and try and ruin this Leeds tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went in with Kylo without advanced protops and probably bid a bit too deep. But um, yeah, so kind of with advanced protocols that I didn't use last time, so I forgot I had them. Um... <laughs> Best six point upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably scared him so much that I didn't actually need to fire them. Just the thought of Kylo coming in. Was, uh... I mean, if you're moving uh, second with Kylo and you're, you know, a curvy boost, a target lock link into curvy boost with two force, that's you know, that's five hits, isn't it? Most of the that's time. That's pretty good. So. You'd hope so. Um... And you do yeah, have your first opponent. Uh, so he engaged quite badly. He had he did a Malarus swarm, 
um, right. six six ties with uh, advanced target priority. And I don't quite know how he managed to, uh, like um, Madaris managed to lose his swarm, which cost <laughs> him a lot, uh, cost him quite a lot of rerolls, and then smashed Madaris up. And then it was six ties against pretty much the whole thing. Uh, he wanted to quit, and I said, "No, come on, this is let's, let's keep playing." And a couple more rounds, and he quit. So it was. It wouldn't have been 200 nil, but it fairly conclusive. I mean, he'd have plinked a couple of shields off something at least. You know. Probably, yeah. Uh, uh, the backdraft tends to take a bit of punishment. So, yeah. Oh well, well done. Interesting list. Anything jumped out at you at all, Ben? I was just looking um, through. There's uh, quite a lot of warthog lists. He seems quite popular. Yeah. I haven't tried yeah. him yet. Um, you've tried him, though, haven't you, Rich? I have a fair bit. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, well, it seems fun. Um, there's a lot of um, HMP uh, gunships with a couple of missile boats as well. So, um, the a Union bomber uh, <laughs> with advanced protops is quite a scary list. Lots of missiles flying about, and seems quite unpleasant. I tell you what, Nicholas God wants to win it, doesn't he? Look What's at that. He's brought the Serasu. He's brought his Serasu auto blaster, <laughs> mining guild sentry thing that he won the last one with. So it's a, apparently, it's good. Yeah, he won the I extended. Mean... He won the extended version with it. So you know, just crack on. <laughs> Take it into hyperspace. <laughs> be fine. Um, and he's an all right is, player as well. There is a lot of Boba. Yeah, Boba Fan, Boba Koshka. Yeah, um, Bobby. big shout. But a Boba, what? Sorry, Dan. Boba, hey. Bobby Eamon's a favourite of mine. Uh, Connor Holmes is playing that. He's pretty handy with that. Yeah, Liam likes that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Liam's uh, been hammering Bobber Eamon forever. It's about time he changed lists, to be fair. Yeah. Just try something a bit different. <laughs> Come on, Liam. <laughs> we know you listen. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, we've got to mention um, Colm Brown from the, um, from, from the podcast who's flying, what is it, six Y-Wings with concussion bombs and as many dorsal turrets as he can fit into 200 points yeah um and uh, he played against um daryl mccall uh, on stream last week and uh, the the y-wings concussion bombs did exactly what column hoped they would do and they just yeah, killed, they just killed he did it he did a typical column and just went yeah i don't want to play for the rest of it you can have the win did he yeah yeah <laughs> typical <laughs> column he played one round and went yeah i can't be bothered now I've played. I've played my meme list. I've, uh, it was fun, but I don't want to play it for another five rounds yeah. of a tournament. So see you. Yep. Uh, he doesn't like playing in cuts anyway, does he? He says no. they're too stressful, and it's a bit like that. So speaking yeah. of uh, Kester, before he's flying some first order here, he's got Hollow, Proud Tradition, Advanced Optics, yeah. Muse, Proud Tradition, Advanced Optics, Reavers, and then three Epsilon Squadron Cadets. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very strong. It's I imagine strong. you've seen it played quite a lot, I'm guessing, there. Once or twice, yeah. Um, he <laughs> threw it in, I think he threw it in both team tournaments, so we had quite a few practice games with that one. And remember quite Martin or Tim talking about flying against it, actually? Yeah, it's pretty horrible, um, because you just it, it just blocks everything up um, <laughs> with the TIE Fighters. They get shots all over the place, and Hollow's still tossing tokens to the ones that have got good shots. So um, I like it. Yeah, it's nice. Yes. It's, it's it's just really nice. Um, it's very good. I just I think to... the uh, the true highlight of, of the tournament so far was Bartos uh, trying to find his opponent on Discord. 
<laughs> let's not let's let's not go down the childish route again. <laughs> no. So um, everyone who was there knows what happened. That was. Uh... <laughs> so I mean, it's like the... Fight Club. We don't talk about it. <laughs> so um, Oliver Pocknell, um, just out of interest, is flying actually um, three Grey Squadron bomber Y wings with iron cannon turrets, lead fuses, and concussion bombs, and then a couple of Blue Squadron B wings. So, yeah, I was really surprised when I saw that list. Genuinely, mm. did not have a clue what was going on there. Um, so yeah, it's and, uh, good he's branching out, trying all these new things. It's... I mean, it's it's different, um, and it, as, as Ben said, it's not the kind of list that I would expect Ollie to be flying. So maybe he's um, maybe he's trying just a few to, to shake things up a bit because the meta's got a bit stale for him, um, possibly. I know he's <laughs> also mentioned feeling the pressure of having to win. Since winning Worlds, he's, so he said it, he's mentioned it a couple of times. So maybe he's just gone. Do you know what? I'm going to fly something a bit of fun. Yeah, just I'm enjoying myself three, for once. Three Y wings and two B wings, and be like, yeah, if I lose, why not on three Y wings and two B wings? What did you expect? Because let's be honest, we all love them ships. They're just iconic ships: B wings, Y wings, yeah. X wings. You know, yeah. it's what gets you into it, doesn't it? Rebel, the Rebel faction is what gets people into X wing. Yeah. Uh, it's rebels or imperials. People people fall in love with one of those two, and then once they're in, they kind of go, "Oh, that's cool. That ship's cool. That Boba Fett ship's cool." You know, and then you watch the later ones, and you go, "Oh, I really like you know the Star Vipers or the Clone Wars or whatever mm-hmm. things." And you know, you just fall in love with different ships. But it it always starts off with X Wings are cool, man. Tie <laughs> <laughs> fighters are cool, man. So, um, so yeah, cool. Um, this is, is as quite we said, interesting. Yeah, go uh, on, Ben. Darth Maul, this someone's uh, Freeman BZH has got Darth Maul, hull upgrade and Kalian. I'm not sure what he does. Kalani, he's the guy yeah. who allows. Is he the guy who allows you to keep? No, that's Kraken. That's Kraken. You keep talking. He's got, I'll have a look. He's got um, four of the Petronaki Aces with marksmanship. So it's like people seem to be sort of experimenting in hyperspace with him to see what's good. I've seen a few variations of the. The standard like six Nantex list. Yeah, um, quite... so, he's a tactical relay. Is Kalani, and after an enemy ship executes a maneuver, if it is in the bullseye of a friendly ship at range zero to three, you can spend a charge. He's got three charges, and if you do that, friendly ship requ- acquires a lock on that enemy ship, and then gains a stress token. So it's free locks if things land in your swarms bullseye mm-hmm. arcs. I feel like I should know this because my opponent's got Kalani and I just couldn't be asked to look it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're good at the game and you never land in anybody's bullseye arcs, does it? That's, that's me scuppered then. <laughs> but I mean, with this one, with it doubling down on the um, the Nantex um, bullseye arcs and spreading them around, if something does land in a bullseye, then say thank you very much, I'll take a target lock on you. Mm. Um, and if they do it before you move, even better, because then you get a focus. So yeah, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit dirty. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of variety as well. As you said, there's um, there's a few things that are seeing a lot. So like Bob is still obviously really strong. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. So good luck to everybody that's made it through round one. Um, not me, obviously. Um, not me. Did you did you lose or did you just make up the numbers and then I lost on stream. Oh, you did. I forgot about that. In fairness, I though, I wasn't I, taking I, the piss. Yeah, I, I did actually want to. <laughs> I didn't really want to play. I only joined in because um, Steve asked if he could come in like last thing. Yeah, and there was no one to play him. So I went, Do you know what? I'll jump in with you. And I was like, as we were playing, we we're like, 
if, if I lose, I'm dropping anyway. So you've got the win, <laughs> but you beat me anyway. Beat you fair and square. Yeah. That was good. All right. Um, so, um, yeah, good luck to everybody who's left in. Um, it's interesting. It's all up on Tabletop to you if you want to have a look through the lists. Um, it's, it's a bit of variety, but a lot of people kind of centralizing in on things that we know are good in hyperspace. So some people obviously in it to win it um, as well. So it's good that it's a bit competitive. Um, and I think with that, we're going to close out the show, unless yep. either of you two have got anything else you desperately want to talk about. No? Okay. No, no I think that's kind of... That's gone nicely. Far too long. Over an hour. No, not quite. <laughs> We're okay. All right. Um, so um, that said, uh, thank you very much for listening again. And it's goodbye from Dan. Yeah, goodbye. Thank you. Uh, goodbye from Ben. See you later. Uh, it's goodbye from me. Ta-da. <laughs>